Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jai Carr, and it is July 14th, 2016. And I don't know about you, but <laughs> summer, summer is a moving quickly. So today's show um, and topic is why playing the cards, life deals you, serves you. Now, um, I want to talk about um, something that's near and dear to me, um, but in our current marketing of spirituality and our, um, shall we say, our quest for quick and easy solutions, um, this is a challenging topic for a lot of people. But um, truth be told, when people understand and kind of engage this, um, their life changes. And otherwise, um, you know, simply beating your head against this um, this truth um, leads to bitterness, um, actually health problems, and a kind of a shame and blame cycle. You feel ashamed uh, about the state of your life, but you blame others. So um, I'm going to read the, the um, write-up um, and then go into sharing my thoughts about what I have learned, both through my own life experiences and through the people I'm honored to um, walk a little bit of their life um, challenges and transformations. So, why playing the cards life deals you, serves you. So here's the deal. While marketing and your family may make you feel as though you and your life are flawed, what would happen if you picked up the cards you were dealt by life and played them out? Meaning, instead of apologizing for how sensitive you are or how you don't like certain people, you simply allowed yourself to be as you are and went forth from there. Too often we censor and distort ourselves in order to fit in, to get the approval of others, yet all we need, we all need community, and we are all diamonds in the rough who benefit from the relationships, even the challenging ones. But how we do so is critical. Seeking to be as everyone else is means you deprive yourself and everyone else of just who and what you were born to bring to others and to the game of life. Join me as I share um, how trying to be different from who you are to be something better actually keeps you from feeling better and being who the world and your community critically need. Even spirituality today is being marketed in ways which homogenize the most intimate and sovereign of all relationships, the one with your unique soul and your lifetime. Learn how playing the cards life has dealt you, that life has dealt for playing just as they are and who you are, is what will bring you more of what you seek. Not so trying to be as others want you to be, for all beings are meant to bloom exactly as they are. Okay, so today's show was actually inspired by one of my sisters. And I'm um, the oldest of seven children, um, and um, I have four sisters and two brothers. And we are literally spread from <laughs> coast to coast. We have people living on the East Coast. We have people living on the West Coast and scattered in between. And one of the things that is uh, a gift of a large family is, is you have your own little community and little, you know, individual kind of unique um, spectrum of humanity. And my sister that inspired today's show is the second oldest. Um, she's a pediatric um, physician, 
and she works in training residences, you know, new doctors, um, and setting up protocol programs and has actually now gone into some gene therapy work. But what she shared with me in a call a few months ago was how her children um, often make her feel embarrassed and wrong for who she is. And she said, you know, one of the reasons I got into medicine was to help people. Um, you know, unfortunately, I've managed to hang on to at least enough of that initial um, motivation to still feel that I do. But she said it, what it means is when a patient comes in, she says, because we, you know, run clinics and we're in Philadelphia and, and you know, there, there are people that are definitely having a hard time, you know, who come into our clinic. She said one of the skill sets I have to exercise is there's what the parent's telling me and there's what I'm picking up as what's going on in the family that led this child to come in with a broken bone or, you know, um, the medicine wasn't taken for the fifth time or whatever. And she said, uh, you know, I can't just treat clinical symptoms. I need to treat the environment. I need to treat, you know, the family system or, or at least be, you know, kind of put that in the mix of how can I be effective in helping this child. And so she said it means I'm more sensitive. I've, I've become more sensitive, more tuned in, um, and, and learn to lean on those kind of non-physical um, input uh, ways of knowing something. She said, however, with that, you know, then I go out to dinner with my adult children, and she said, you know, when I express a concern or a tenderness about, you know, the state of the world, my children tell me I'm too sensitive, um, you know, I shouldn't be so um, risk-adverse, um, I shouldn't be so concerned about others or feel responsible for others. And she said, so I take myself to the bathroom and kind of go, okay, you can't be who you are with your children. And she said, and then I take myself back out to dinner and, you know, and I just talk about the weather. Um, and and she said, and that makes my adult children happier, but I go home going, you know, why do I need to do this? So I said to her, I said, yes, why do you feel that you need to do this? I said, maybe what your children need is for you to be exactly who you are, you know, sensitive to the point of discomfort for them, you know, kind of looking at situations and assessing risks and being very tuned into the risks. You know, um, I said, maybe they need you to be exactly that person in their life, as uncomfortable as it is for them and uncomfortable as it is for you, because you're bringing an awareness of what it is to be human. You know, and again, there isn't a right way to be human. There's each person's way to be human. And I said, and sometimes the people that make us feel the most uncomfortable are the people that are our best teachers, our best reminders that we are wide and deep and not to, you know, buy into the stay on the path. This is what success is. This is what happiness is. This is what being successful is. I said, I actually think we need more rebellion <laughs> in every, you know, every spectrum of life. Um, I said, because we are, you know, we, we have too much of a marketing of fit in, behave, do what we tell you. I said, even spirituality these days is having that same, you know, marketing um, challenge. There's, you know, if you're spiritual, you're happy and you're full of light and you're only compassionate. Um, and if you have any sort of, quote, unquote, dark feelings or darkness, you're not being spiritual. I said, well, you know, <laughs> if you study any, and I said, and literally any, and I've studied many across the world, spiritual tradition, the darkness is where many of the jewels are, is equal, if not more, than the light. 
And the darkness is intimate to the light. Without darkness, there can be no light. We would not know light. You know, the, the image I often think of when I'm helping someone relax their inner constrictions about what, you know, their soul or spirit is actually conveying to them is I say, look, you're a candle. You're a being with a soul. The soul is a light. Without darkness, if you were a light in the bright midsummer noontime glare of the sun, what would you reflect? What would you illuminate? I said, very little, because, you know, it's light within light. I said, but if you go out at night with a flashlight, you can find your way and you can help others find your way. Meaning, if you're the light when there's darkness, that shines not only your light, but it helps others find their way to their light as well. So I said to my sister, I said, I think you need to be exactly who you are. And the discomfort is theirs. And the discomfort is is also for you to get okay with. Um, you know, who knows what your words about paying attention to things instead of looking the other way. Who knows if what your words about be cautious. There's risk here. Have to teach your children at some point when you're not around. I said, we don't truly ever know our impact on others, but what we can know is how are we honoring who we are, people who life brings into our life, and that includes children and partners, because we are meant to somehow shape their experience just as they are there to shape our experience. I mean, I've always said my children are some of my best teachers, and I've studied with world-class famous teachers, but I still put my children in, you know, some of my best teachers because it's real, it's often, and I had to live it. I had to live that experience, as my sister was, you know, sharing, of being uncomfortable at some point with my children being uncomfortable with who I am. And actually, the truth is, that still is going on. I mean, I have two older children in their 30s and a younger in their teen years. You know, they're not always applauding mom. They're not always going, yeah, mom, high five, love who you are, love what you're saying, love what it feels like to be on the other side of you. And and the other the other thing that's really important is to understand where we come from makes all the difference. It's the how. I can say something to a child or a client or a friend that comes from a place of not honoring them, not respecting them, and it will come out and make them uncomfortable, which often means they push back at me. I can say the exact same words. I can say the exact same communication from a place of loving them, of respecting them, and yet conveying my experience, myself with them, and be okay with their discomfort and their pushback because I know where I'm coming through. I'm coming through my heart. I'm coming through my love and care for them. So that, I think, is is a critical difference when I say play the cards life has dealt you. Life dealt you a certain personality. Life dealt you a certain life journey. Life dealt you a certain set of gifts and a certain set of challenges. And instead of either trying to make them different or apologize for them or hide them or fix them, I'm kind of, you know, in the place where I'm going, play them out. You know, go ahead and have the experience of, of what is it like when you are that way. You know, if you are, you know, always wanting people to be their best. How is it that that translates in your experience? How does that feel for you? How does it feel for them? What, what learning do you have about that part of you? 
because because here's the thing in the end you know the summary of life is we come in alone we leave alone but we're in very good company all the way the journey and the company is never a mistake or an accident or a coincidence i dearly believe we are very good companions soul companions guides and teachers and healers for each other and so when we begin to reorder our thought about what are we how are we walking in our life how are we allowing ourselves to be exactly who we are and from there we can make refinements if we never express an aspect of ourselves we hold it back we hide it we're either afraid of it or we're ashamed of it that part of us came to have expression now expression doesn't mean the same as always being that way you know it's like do we have a baby and we expect it to always be lying there and pooping and peeing on itself no we expect there to be a progression and the progression is both biological but it's also environmental as we walk through life there's different parts of us that will basically as i call it come online want expression want refinement and then they will go back into the ecology to take second stage you know mean meaning second place they won't be the priority but but that part of us can never fully refine and evolve if it never gets its time on time on the stage and this is what i want for you i want you to consider the things you feel badly about yourself maybe they simply actually need more attention from you more expression more respect for playing out for you then to learn how to refine them not from a place of marketing and fear and judgment and you know be be one of the many from the place of how is that this lifetime this soul time that that aspect of being wanting you to carry it forth and transform it evolve it and that is your almost i would say like sacred duty So just like you're sitting in a card game, you get dealt cards. You bring yourself to the game. You bring yourself to your life game. Which cards do you play now? Which cards do you hold back because they may be more valuable um and as in being expressed. You know, they the saying there's a time and a place to say anything. That's that's absolutely true. There's an art to life that I think we have badly neglected. and i think there's a a truth about life which is a is a mystical journey that we know at times of of sometimes darkness and despair but that knowing needs to translate into moving it forward living with that knowing every day it is a mythical journey it is an adventure it is unique to you so how can you have its benefit how can you have its pleasures and accomplishments and fulfillment unless you honor exactly who you are with the cards this life journey gave you if you've got any questions um if you'd like to learn more about this or bring your challenge your mythical life challenge or your bad hand right now please contact me you can go to my website www jaicar.com j a i .com and on there there's a clarity questionnaire you fill it out you send it to me um and we spend an hour plus talking sharing illuminating and perhaps offering you some assistance so today is off 
I am going to enjoy hopefully a thunderstorm today. We badly need it out here in the east. We are very dry. Um, but I will see you next week. And, um, or shall I say, I'll be with you next week. Have a blessed week. Take care. Bye.